0: Our second reading is from the Revelation of John, the final book in the New Testament, chapter 3, verse 20. Hear the words of Jesus Christ. Listen, I am standing at the door knocking. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to you and eat with you and you with me. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. This is our final Sunday in our hospitality series. And uh, any of the adults that were listening in on our children's sermon, especially the parents, may be a little bit horrified that now your kids are going to want to invite every person who wanders up to your door uh, to have a hospitality in your house. The thing is, though, the kids may get this a little better than we do. I mean, they don't understand necessarily the dangers of inviting people in that you don't know. But I know at least Jack gets it. It's a fundamental fundamental thing about being human is inviting others in to out of the cold who need help. Whenever a person comes and knocks on our door, which happens maybe once a month or so, looking for work or looking for a handout. Jack always wants to invite them in. He says, bring them in, they can sleep in my bed. We've got plenty of room. Last time that happened, both kids were running around the house trying to figure out what we could give away to help the man. And we ended up giving him uh, all of basically our dinner that we had. Uh, to take with them in Tupperware. Now, we may not be comfortable to do that in our homes, but what about in our church? See, before you say, oh, those silly Catholic superstitions, those Irish, maybe those Irish weren't so far off. Let's reflect a little on how biblical this idea is that the stranger at your door may be Jesus. Jesus. See, the idea of showing hospitality to strangers is the same as showing hospitality to God is as old as the story of God with God's people. In Genesis, Abraham welcomes three wandering strangers into his camp, shows them the best hospitality that he can offer. And it turns out, it is the Lord and two angels The law of Moses is full of commands to welcome the stranger and the alien. The prophet Jeremiah pleads with the king of Israel to do no wrong to the alien. Jesus walked among us as one who had nowhere to lay his head. Nowhere to call home. And he taught that on the judgment day when he returns, he will praise the righteous. He says, because I was a stranger and you welcomed me. And they say, when did we do that, Lord? And he says, whenever you did it to the least of these, you did it to me. This is the shocking conclusion to our hospitality series. That when we offer welcome and hospitality to strangers, to outsiders, to sinners, to people who we don't know, or are not a part of our community, not a part of our church, we are actually offering it to Jesus Christ Himself. Jesus isn't only at work inside these four walls through prevenient grace, Jesus is already at work out there in hearts that don't even know Him yet. We might see a neighborhood feel full of people out here, out in our neighborhood, in our community. We might see people who we think we need to invite in so that they can know Jesus. What we may not realize is that we have a neighborhood full of opportunity for Jesus to come in and meet us. In the first part of the series, I said that Jesus will enter mystically and spiritually into our hearts as we are baptized, as we are forgiven for our sins. Jesus comes by the Holy Spirit into our hearts and makes a home there but Jesus also wants to enter physically into our lives through outsiders and strangers, people that we welcome in. When we show hospitality to new people, we have the opportunity to experience Jesus in a new way. And when we do this, when we welcome in Jesus, then we will receive more grace. Grace. The grace that Christ brings to us through these people. More Jesus. More grace. You can see then that hospitality is the key, or a key, a big part of our salvation in Jesus Christ. Our journey towards salvation. John Wesley believed that. He preached that Jesus taught that Christians must have relationships with outsiders with people who don't know the love of God in Jesus Christ. And he taught that without them, he said, we cannot be Christians at all. Open the door, Jesus Christ, and I will come in and eat with you, and you with me. Now, in the context of Revelation, Jesus is speaking to the church Laodosia, he's speaking directly to a church. It's full of people, Jesus says, who think they don't need other people. They think they're good. They've got enough money to meet the budget. They're happy with their ministries and their activities. They're neither hot nor cold, Jesus says. They're not burning up for the gospel or living cold-hearted lives. They're just lukewarm, satisfied going through the motions, I'm fine, you're fine, we're fine, everything's fine. And Jesus is banging at the door of this church, calling out, you think you don't need anything, you think you're fine, but Jesus says you are wretched, pitiable, poor, blind, and naked. Those are harsh words, but Jesus says he reproves the ones he loves. He says, you have money, you need true riches. You're satisfied, you need to be unsatisfied. You need to be uncomfortable, you need to see yourselves and the world around you more clearly. You need a fresh anointing of the grace of God and Jesus Christ. You need to open the door and let me in. Friends, we are a great, warm church. Beautiful, wonderful church. But if we want to be set on fire for Jesus, we've got to open a new door to letting Jesus come in in a new way. Last week we were talking and teaching, right, that letting in strangers will cause us dislocation. It'll cause us discomfort. It'll cause us challenge. That's because we would be experiencing Jesus in a new way. And that's what Jesus does comes in and challenges us, changes us to work in our lives in a new way. People who don't know Jesus, when they meet Jesus, they get on fire for Jesus. Do you remember what that was like? Do you remember at the start when you first knew, you really knew in your heart that Jesus loved you, that you were forgiven of your sin? That fire that God lit there, how excited you were We can have that as we bring in new people. We introduce them to Jesus and they get set on fire for Christ. And when they're on fire, they've got new ideas. They've got fresh perspectives. They can set us on fire. Set this church on fire. Get us hot for Jesus. Friends, people need to experience this place. They need to experience this family in Jesus Christ. They need to experience the connection and the home that they can have here in Jesus Christ. We need them to experience the kingdom of God on earth. Because ultimately, a new home with Jesus on earth is where this is all headed. At the end of the book of Revelation in chapter 21, God promises, see, the home of God is among mortals. The home of God is among mortals. God will dwell with them, and they will be His peoples, and God Himself will be with them. Hospitality isn't just a part of our salvation, it's the end, the final, the destiny for which we are headed. A new kingdom, a new heaven, and a new earth where God makes His home among us. Where we are all invited in to share in the incredible thing that God has done in Jesus Christ through the resurrection. God has been knocking on the door of our world for its entire existence. God has entered our world in Jesus Christ and continues to knock on the doors of people's hearts, on the doors of each church, of each community, of each heart until one day, the final day, the world will let God in once and for all. Then the world will be transformed into a new home for us, a new heaven and a new earth where we will all live together in the light of Christ and the glory of God will reign forever and ever. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, praise God. Amen.